This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Choke Choke on this <laughs> Choke on this steam <laughs> Oh my gosh, I choke you on this, on this, uh, uh, this Choking hot, on this hot pipe beverage. ping <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back for another steaming, piping, piping scalding serving of Hot Gossica This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives Issues in politics And take a deep, deep dive into the DMs Let's get into some hot Mm, assorted hoopla. Oh, oh wow! Did you get your gown yet? For the queer tees. For the queer tees. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't have a gown yet. You'll need a cocktail dress too for the after parties. <laughs> really? You know, there's gonna be some after parties. Madonna's queer tee after party. It's like Elton John. <laughs> oh my god. He has a legendary queer tee after party. We are nominated for a queer tee, everyone. You can go vote if you go to queertee.com/slash queer tees 2020, right and that's Q U E E R T I E S 2020 after Q. You know how to spell queer tea. You all go to that site. It's a I'm, good one. I'm literally doing it right now. Oh, I've been doing it every day. You Google um, Queer Tea's 2020, mm-hmm. and then you scroll down to podcasts, and we are in the beautiful there, women. and you click us, and then there you have it. And we are going to win this award. Mm-hmm. We're going to sweep the award with you. We can't do it without you. So uh, please go ahead and uh, vote for us. You can also vote for Eastsiders while you're there, BT Dubs, and Stephen oh. Guarino. Specifically, Justin Guarini is <laughs> Stephen Guarino. I love his work yeah. and his hair. Good stuff. Now, I was <laughs> there was an infestation I heard of feral feral scats. scats. They there were no jellical ones apparently. You know, genital scats. Genital scats. Yeah. You know, every now and then, I randomly really need to do a drag show or I will die. Mm-hmm. And so this was one of those moments, and they had a day open, and we just I, we just said yes and just did it. And it was really, really fun. Uh, we packed the joint, and we... M- made a mockery and a celebration of the movie and the musical Cats. I mean, everybody was openly ridiculing it at the BAFTAs this weekend. (laughs) 
it, it, it was really the funny. The movie? Yeah, Rebel Wilson is in the movie and she was making fun of it from the podium. Her speech was really funny. Well, you have to. Just like, but can you imagine like while we're cracking jokes on it, somebody lost millions and millions and millions of dollars on a gross overestimation of what they thought the people would buy. He'll probably get another movie in no time. Tom Hopper, he directed Les Mis, and I think yeah. he, he'll be fine for life. But, like, this, like, oh, you did Cats? Oof. It's so funny. because It's such a weird musical because it's... I've never seen it. It's very weird. Is there a plot? Is is it like a Not really. jukebox musical? About, it's about poems that a guy wrote about cats, yes. right? He wrote these poems for fun to, like, pass the time he about cats. He wasn't fucking cats. the cats, was he? No. Good. And it's very weird. It's very like po poetry like, and there's no real, really like strict plot or resolution. But it's very vague, and they didn't know at the time when they did the musical Cats. They were like, "This is a huge risk. This could be a disaster," mm -hmm. and it has gone on to be the longest running musical in the history of you know UK theater. You know what the longest run in play is, right? What? Mousetrap. They were trying to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Mousetrap. I'm pretty sure it is. There was this drag queen named Danny LaRue uh, in England. Yeah, you know yeah, about yeah. her? Oh, she, I love. Yes. She's amazing. And like one of the things about her was like they said, oh, she'll run longer than Mousetrap. Not if her beard grows in. But like she was working till the very end almost because like she trusted yeah. some Canadians and then like they swindled her for like a million pounds Ugh. and then she had to put the wigs back on, do the tours, do the pantomimes. The, tonight is my last show here at the box. I've saved a hundred thousand dollars and I have a man who loves me. <laughs> uh Super Bowl halftime show. J Lo and Shakira. And Demi and Yolanda in the beginning holding it down, too. Demi in 2010, because I've been following her for a while, said, uh, one day I'll be singing the Super Bowl national anthem. And she did it. Yeah. And she killed it. Wow. But J-Lo and Shakira, damn. Shut it really down. Really amazing. Shut it down. Really astounding. Uh, the meme going around is Blanche Devereaux. At 50. Uh, this is 50 in 1985. Right. And this is 50 in 2020. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Honestly, People look different now. I used to think my ages. life would end at 40, and I'm not afraid of that anymore. No, not at all. Yeah, seeing Courtney conquer the world at, like, she's, like, 46, 47 now, like, it's just like she's amazing. a woman of age, yeah, of of a certain age, an aged woman. Um, I loved everything about the show, especially all the backup dancers had. J Lo, Shakira's backup dancer had this half up, half down ponytail, and then J Lo's backup dancers all had ponytails, po wrapped at the base, ponytails. And then just the, causing a bald spot in the center mm, of the head, pulled you so know, tight. You know it's going, but that's worth it for that. Yeah. And then the the boys, I think I saw um I saw this guy named Gene Carlo who's really really hot. I mm -hmm. saw um I think Willie Gomez. There, oh, everybody was so beautiful. And the Versace, the backup dancers for J Lo had like these pastel Easter colored like satin with like black lace trim, oh. and just like. Everything was great. Scott Barnes beat the fuck out of JLo's face. That hair with the little bass teeth. Chris Appleton on the hair. <laughs> so good. So good. And then Shakira's 
little belly. <laughs> Shakira played the drums. She played the guitar. I, she, I, she came out with the oboe at the end, I thought. It was so good. Someone put a meme up that was like, uh, Alaska played the drums on All Stars 3 uh, so that Shakira <laughs> could run. All Stars 3. I was in that like fake band with tricks and Chad, and I was the drummer. The super queen. And I had one tooth blocked out. You don't remember that? You never saw Remember the with the mole? Remember when we talked about all that? <laughs> What's with the, mole? the tea with the mole, Diva? The mole? You don't even know what we're talking about. I I was on All Star, or was four. it All Stars 4? All Stars 4. Yeah, All Stars 4 for the crowning episode. Oh, she's crowning. Trixie and Chet. Super queen. Gowned and crowned. You have no idea what we're talking about. What about okay, J-Lo's like, political message? I love that. And I heard... Wait, there were kids in cages? Yeah, the kids in... The, the light up... I didn't realize it until after. I was like, those were kids in cages. Yeah. And it was her her daughter singing Let's time. Get Loud. It was a, less than 20 seconds. It was her daughter? Her daughter was the one singing Let's Get uh, Loud. And I think they were saying Let's Get Loud about this issue. Tea. And apparently yes. Jay-Z, who has, who's Rock Nation, has a deal with the NFL now, tried mm. to get J-Lo to call that part off. And he tried mm-hmm. to get Shakira to not appear in that part because Shakira is a Rock Nation client. So I'm glad that J-Lo held her ground mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it segued into Born in the USA and she held open the Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican flag. flag. I mean, because there's so many other things that like... Salute, salute. I'm, I'm just really happy that J-Lo did all that. It was really cool. Yeah. Really fierce. A, a bunch of amazing music and uh, a bunch of really astounding performers. Gaga, hallelujah. 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 Uh, I didn't know Gaga was a was a Wadley. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah she sure. completely. Um Lady Gaga did Super Saturday Night, which mm-hmm. is the night before the Super Bowl. I love Lady Gaga. Like the Super Bowl is her like moment mm-hmm. because she was like, I'm going to sing the national anthem and then the next year I'm going to headline it. And then the next year I'm going to do pre-party. the pre-party. <laughs> I love that. It's her favorite time of year. Um, next year she's at concessions. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll buy it. Have your money out. <laughs> um, I, uh, she did pretty much the Enigma show, Enigma, right? But she had on a pink lip, not the orange Danessa Merrick's cover oh, color in, in Pumpkin. Intel. Yeah, it was a pink lip. I saw it. That's here. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I also saw all the kids screaming, Stupid love. Stupid love! Do stupid love! And she, she was giving new Clutched her pearls. That hand went up to her sternum and she went, oh, Me? <laughs> but, like, once, you know, once... You can't unring the bell. It's out, and it's an amazing song. She's saying there is no bell. <laughs> I mean, she you know really... what? There's a bell lie. It's all a very... lie. <laughs> she is very um, good about scheduling the releases of her content, and nary will she allow it to go out there unless she wants it to. Mm-hmm. This is how it's always been. Yeah. And often she is susceptible to leaking because her fans are insane. We, I mean, we are. We are. We are I'm insane people. Yeah. We, you know, scour the code on the website to find out the possible title of a future thing. It's crazy. It, it is crazy. 
but she doesn't mother doesn't like that Mm-mm. so you can't twist her arm into performing the song yeah just just because she can doesn't mean she should <laughs> no yeah she mean yeah uh-uh you can't and you're not going to when the time is right for her to do stupid love she will do it that's what i believe i wonder what songs dipper is going to do at his concert <gasps> on february 15th in new york oh. at rock bar i'm going to do stupid love I will do something stupid, and I hope to fall in love. Oh, wow. The day after Valentine's Day, February 15th, New York City, Big Dipper is doing a concert. Gird your loins. rock bar. Gird your loins and gird gird everything. You can go to beersandbearsnyc.com for tickets. Oh, my God. And um, speaking of <laughs> like I'm so joyous exclamation. Oh, my, oh my God. I clutched my pearls like you said stupid love. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of our rainbow spotlight of the week is a Big Dipper track called Lookin'. 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 I can't remember how it goes. Lookin'. Is it? Tell us a song about love. Love. Like the Larn Hill album. Do you remember that? When the little kid's in the classroom. But tell us. Love. 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 It's literally my favorite album, Lauren Hill, Miss Educational Lauren Hill. So it's good. like the the Desert Island album for me. But um, I'm excited to um, to see your show. Thanks. Yeah, you'll be there. No. Oh, okay. The Shakira. I'm going to Shakira. Uh, well, we're gonna shine this rainbow spotlight brightly <laughs> on the bright. uh, amazing song called "Lookin'" by Big Dipper. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool. Whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag.
This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Drizella, Anastasia. Time for let's get political. Political. I wanna get political. Little Aguilaria. Oh yeah, yeah. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we. Uh, if any of you go on to the Patreon and you um go behind the paywall and send us a few paltry coins to watch our video content, that we we you know uh, uh, feed the dolls. <laughs> We really work our fingers to the bone doing this video content. Um, We recently did one where we read... Some guys work to the bone later, too. (laughs) (laughs) We read a selection of uh, iTunes reviews about our podcast, and there was a deluge. Not just a light sprinkle, but there was a deluge of notes about the Let's Get Political segment, basically saying... Stop. Cease. Y'all. Desist. Cease. Dumb dumb. dumb, dumb drag girls. Dumb, dumb drag girls. Don't talk about no politics. Y'all don't. Y'all do this segment. You don't know anything about the issues you're talking about. It's you have no irresponsible. knowledge. It's irresponsible. You're giving fake news. You're uh, saying the wrong facts. You don't know anything about the issues that you're Stick talking about. Stick to wigs. To which I would say... Um, that's kind of the point, though, isn't it? I want to see the receipts. Yes, I mean, I I think all the people commenting negatively, um, a they need joy in their life, 
the soap <laughs> so they could put it in their fucking mouth. No, I'm kidding. Um, they need joy. And I think that they missed the point that we're doing this segment. So I, you know a lot of stuff. So I'm trying to learn. Not that much. You, more to me. Okay. Um, you didn't have to agree that fast. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we're trying to learn stuff and we're trying to educate ourselves and our audience on stuff that we think is important because like... If we're 50 and still bitching about the Electoral College, that means some motherfucker hasn't gotten some shit done. Yeah. Because, like, stuff needs to change, and these conversations will hopefully lead to sparks in you that make you realize things that need to change, and maybe you can help, and, like, all that stuff. Again, yeah. You know? So, yes. we. I mean, I see it as a jumping-off point. Yeah. We can't solve the problems of the world in a 10-minute segment. From the Bentleys and the Hummers and the Rims. <laughs> But, uh, so, I don't know. I, I don't want to uh, stop doing the Let's Get Political segment. Um, so we're going to keep doing it and sp- spreading misinformation <laughs> far and wide. Uh, but, but no, not really. We're just, we're going to give you a jumping off point and you can look into it if you want to. Because I think political, um, political awareness is important. It really is. I wish America would make it illegal to not vote. Gee, yeah, that'd be yeah. amazing. Courtney told me. Do you me have about any misfacts about that or false falsehoods that we could tell? Um, Maybe like just percentages that we just made up. Well, I do know uh, <laughs> Brexit. Brexit <laughs> was Courtney's fault. <laughs> now that's the truth. It, yeah, that's the that's a Courtney fact. Mm-hmm. She started all those fires too. Oh my god! I was so mad at her. Stop I was like, it. just because you didn't win on Dancing with the Stars, Stop honey, those people are still your family, your countrymen. Then she said, well, fine, I'll go back to Britain and fuck that up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So uh, we're not going to talk about this in depth because apparently you hate that, listeners. Uh, But no, I just want to... Give a smattering. I want to tell you about this book, and it's a book called Mindfuck, and I downloaded it on Audible. This is not a paid ad. I just use Audible. And it's called Mindfuck, and it's all about Cambridge Analytica, which is... Not uh, just a great drag name. Meryl Bainbridge Analytica. Uh, It's a uh, a British political consulting firm which combined misappropriation of digital assets, data mining, data brokerage, and data analysis with strategic communication during the electoral processes. So basically that means they kind of used Facebook to fuck the 2016 election really bad and um it's an ongoing thing it's really interesting really fascinating so book of the week it's called mindfuck get into it um we our main topic though we want to talk about the uh, iowa caucus yeah um i don't know much about this me neither i heard bernie won and, (laughs) and one lady uh elizabeth warren got like one vote what so what the Iowa caucus, okay, like I know nothing. I have not been following it. I know less than nothing. Okay, so. It's the first caucus, and. It, it, they they go to a gymnasium, uh-huh. and people stand in groups. Am, am I incorrect? So far, this sounds like four Dipper, square. would you like to weigh in? <laughs> Dipper I, has a microphone now. Uh, from what I know that. Uh, two for, hands. For whatever reason. It's a two-hander. Have, you don't have to tell her. Uh, <laughs> For whatever reason, in Iowa, the Democrats still do this archaic thing where they have to, like, stand in a part of the room mm-hmm. 
based and, on who they like. Yeah, whereas Republicans can cast via a ballot. Yeah. And the Iowa caucus is a different system. How long do they have to stand there? Then the well, it's just for an evening. Uh, it's just <laughs> during the proceedings. Evening. I would want a chair. It heals. Uh, but there's also a system, there's a system which involves delegates and there's a system, you know, it's like this whole thing, whereas it just doesn't make sense. I my delegates separately. (laughs) Fuck, I'm sorry. No, this is what you guys want. You want me to come in and state dumb, uh, boring facts so that you can just make make jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all to be said, I, I don't know the inner workings of it, but I think it brings to light the larger thing of like, the system that we use to vote in this country is broken. And it's yes. old. And it's old, and yeah. it changes from state to state, and there are all of these weird, different rules, when in fact it should just... Like, California just launched a thing where, for the primary, upcoming primary, mm-hmm. we can vote over a period of three weeks, or what? two weeks, or something like that. You or don't have to week. just do that one day? <laughs> no, it's you don't have to do the one day. That's you, the future of drag. Wait, yeah. we still get stickers, yeah. right? You get stickers. Oh, I need something to post. So you can. Are they sent in? <laughs> you can, can go vote early and then post on the day that everyone else is doing it. Oh, cool. I'll schedule the post. So have we. I uh, We're recording this on the day that they're doing the caucus or they're counting it, right? Well, it was Do supposed we have to. Results? Today is Tuesday. Yes. The results in were supposed life. to come in yesterday. But what did I hear about. Uh, this but, is what Google is saying right now. Button guts? Google. 62% reporting. Okay, now I heard something about this app that the Democrats were using to calibrate or or do something with an app. I don't know what it does. But Pete Mayor Pete's paid for it somehow, and people in Nevada paid for it. The Democratic Party in Nevada, and I think Iowa or Illinois, somehow paid for part of this thing. And... Mayor Pete helped develop it or something. I don't know. I mean, it's for it's for the voting process. But again, it should be a thing where uh, what is it? Do you know what it is? A nonpartisan group as part of the government creates the the an even playing field for the voting system. Yeah. So what is the app? It's so that it's not on paper and then the app failed. So now they had to recount everything via paper. Oh, well, there's not an app for that. I mean, it it concerns me making it all electronic because you know that that concerns me because because of Cambridge be... Analytica. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even like EDM. So, so, but I mean, I think that there does have to be an evolution as far as the uh, as far as the uh, voting system goes. But uh, the results are still coming in. By the time this airs. We will know something, and everyone will be focused on New Hampshire, which Ooh. is happening. Okay, great. I know something Next. else to talk about. Yeah, um, right. white people are terrible. Um, wa- <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix's <laughs> Baptist speech, oh yeah, um, was amazing, mm-hmm. and he was totally right about uh, white people having to be responsible for dismantling the systemic racism that is all over the world. Yes. And like, you know, and it's not about like stupid things like arguing about reparations or anything like it's at this point, like I said, I I read somewhere it's like uh, we didn't kidnap slaves from Africa. We kidnapped doctors, businessmen, government people like we kidnapped real 
people. They weren't slaves before. Like, and like, we need to restore them back to that. Like how we can't obviously, but like, how do we fix it? And Joaquin Phoenix like started a great conversation. I thought yeah, he amplified one that was already being had. Yeah. I I just, yeah. He started it at the BAFTAs. I meant like, I didn't see, I heard Prince William was like mad about it and was going to say something like, you know, it, it's fairly obvious. I get most of my news through the Explorer section at Twitter and mm-hmm. you know whenever political stuff is big enough that it makes the front page you know with mm-hmm. the the stormy makeup palette released you know like why is that news yeah. and you know not like the bullshit that's going on with the BAFTAs not nominating any women directors mm. any people of color in the acting categories mm. um yeah so that I think it's important. If you have a second, check out that and check out Rebel Wilson's speech. It was really funny. And Margot Robbie. She was really great. Yeah, she is. We're gonna take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. I'm so a political. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I see the glinting of a plastic stone. I can tell even. In the I dark. hope you don't I get impaled tell. on a stalagmite, cunt. <laughs> it's a stalactite, bitch. Don't you type me. <laughs> it is that very special time. Turn yes, on your headlamps uh-huh. because we are going spelunking, spelunking spelunking, deep into the DMs. <laughs> Our drip. first message is from <laughs> Drip Drip Gamma Pipe Straight Leaking uh, <laughs> from Anthony. Bonjour, Alaska Willem and Dipper Tinta. <laughs> Deep friend of the pod here. Thanks for being in my ears during the weekly commute to uni. Always a pleasure to listen to new episodes. Okay, so I'm a 20 year old student from Montreal and I was until recently a virgin. I'm a real romantic kind of guy who waits for his prince in a shining armor type of thing and I always expected my first time to be with someone I loved but recently I slept with this friend I hadn't seen in a long time and I don't know how to feel about that I wish it would have been with someone I was in love with but I'm glad I did it anyhow so I guess my question is how do you deal with love and sex frequently is is having sex with someone you love different than someone you don't should I have waited anyhow sorry for the lack of explicit dick pic just imagine an average sized dick slightly curved TBH and a Lana Del Rey listening twink thanks a lot you like silverfish font I can tell you that okay thanks a lot and much love to you all au revoir Anthony Okay. Um, how do you deal with love and sex? Well, hourly. <laughs> By the hour, uh, usually they finish up early, so I just stack them hourly. Mm-hmm. You want fifteen at minutes? At least fifteen minutes in between. Time. Yeah, huh? There you go. <laughs> Industry standard. Um, <laughs> is, is having sex with someone you love different than with someone you don't? Yeah, you should make it a higher rate for sure. 
Oh my um, god. Special skill ability. I would say sex with someone you love, there's like a shorthand because you've probably done it frequently with someone you love, mm -hmm. I'm guessing, and someone you haven't. Yes. Well, maybe that's not true because maybe it's like a first time thing. Like, first time ever. Yes. I don't know. But um, I think that should you have waited? No, because you want to be, you want to sex with the person that you love to be good. And your first time usually isn't good. Right. Mine wasn't. I was bleeding. Uh, oh, my heavens. The dick was hateful. Yeah. There was not much lube. Already that time of the month. <laughs> the hole closed up, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds as though you were not going to be, like, monogamous and have only one partner in your life. Me? Uh, Anthony. No. Oh. <laughs> Anthony, the person who wrote. You're like, uh, do you listen to Race Chaser? <laughs> Uh, so it's probably good that you are like Willem said. Yeah, you're getting uh, you're getting some experience under your belt, mm -hmm. and then when you're ready to you settle the down belt. with someone, then you have a, a sex. <laughs> use the belt. Then you have you know experience, and you can you know come to it with knowledge. So. Yeah. We're going to come to it with something. I don't think, I think guilt is um, a waste of time and energy. And so you shouldn't be worried about it. And if what you want is um, is a partner, you'll find that eventually. And Montreal has great strip clubs too. Tina. Mm -hmm. Tina Tinerson. Uh, the next question comes from <laughs> Anna or Anna. Dear Alaska, Dipperker Kane. Dipperker Kane. Willem and anyone else who may be privy to this message. Totally stand the pod. Hope you all are having a good 2020. I'm not sure if this is something that would be super on your radar, but I was just curious about your opinions on lesbophobia in the drag scene. Mm. Generally, I think that this issue has been more with promoters. For instance, in London a few months ago, a group of lesbians were nearly denied entry to a Rue Girls, one with a predominantly WLW following show based on the assumption that they were straight because they present more femme than butch. Is WLW women who love women? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know. And, sorry, I'll, I'm going to give that question again. Generally, I think that this issue has been more with promoters mm -hmm. and male fans and actual queens. However, I know that in my local scene, there's at least one queen who reacted legitimately violently towards queer women at her shows. I feel like this got rambly and ranty, and I apologize. Honey, this is not rambly and rantly. You should see some <laughs> of our things. I guess to sum it up, why do you think that generally, and I'm not making assumptions about y'all specifically at all, men at drag shows are assumed to be gay, women at drag shows are assumed to be straight, and do you think that there's anything that can should be done to make sure these spaces are more friendly to all members of the LGBT plus community? Lots of love, Anna. P.S. I'll send a dick if I was in possession of a dick, but as a present, I am not, and my girlfriend would not let me take a picture of her strap. <laughs> However, it goes on to the next oh. page. However, you did say priority would be given to nudity, and since I'm very curious to hear your take on this, you specific you specify what kind of nudity. Here are my tits. Lovely and leopard print. Uh, oh, thank you so much. I'm gonna bring these to a doctor if I ever decide to take the plunge because these are lovely breasts. Really correct. Um, really nice. Really lovely. The thank uh, you for that. A hint of areola tinting, like a mm -hmm. blush, like a tart cheek lip stain. Yeah, total. Um, total. No visible veins. Uh, perky nipple above the equator. Uh huh. Uh, and uh, teeny tiny waist. 
Excellent. Excellent. Um, thank you, Anna, Thanks, for Anna. your note. And this is something that happens. I I I think that uh why would a promoter not let straight girls in? It is there is I've seen it. And it's really upsetting. It's so upsetting. That's so upsetting. And really, uh, really, it really like takes me aback uh, to see when promoters are really, really rude with anybody. But it tends to be, or I've seen it happen to women, or uh, because. I don't know why, but but I think it's that lesbophobia. I think she called it. That's crazy. Uh, and it's it's not okay. And I always try to um, treat everybody with respect and with love and with kindness. And I I always like preach that in my show as well because our shows are not just for one type of person. I believe drag is for everybody. Yeah, I've I've made assumptions like at meet and greets with people and like just said something about something where I assumed the the woman was straight and mm-hmm. she's like, I'm a lesbian. I was like, Oh cool. You know? Yeah. And then cause at my shows, the first thing I always say is where are my lesbians at? Mm-hmm. Because in case of an emergency, I'm looking to them because dykes hold it down. T. And some of my favorite fans are, are dykes, you know, a dyke bought me my first pair of high heels. My aunt, like yeah. I love lesbians. Yeah, and to exclude them, if I was ever at a show, if you're a dyke and you got a problem at a show with a promoter or anybody else, come find me, bitch, because I love to fight. And uh, honestly, Anna, name names, with names, us. right? I mean, right let back us in. know because we we do have some sway in as far as like promoters and stuff, and I I cannot tolerate like discrimination like that and shitty boots. And um, so if you let us know, like, who it was or when or what show, um, I don't know. Maybe we can do something about it. I, mm. Who knows? But thank you for your note. Our next note is from Erica. With a K. Hello again, Alaska Willem and the Mighty D. So was it just me or did Fifi not answer the question about stealing Jiggly's tits? She did answered. I miss something? She just sort of went on about Jiggly holding everyone up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Love you dolls forever, Erica. Uh, she she didn't remember, I think. And that's totally valid because there's so many things from the show that like I didn't remember clearly. I did it. I stole Jiggly's tits. Fight me. Them under the ice machine. <laughs> Fight me. Uh, I, I loved Fifi's interview. That was very forthcoming. Yes. And like, obviously, she's a different person from when she filmed, you know, nine years ago. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Yvonne, dear Alaska Willem and Dipper Tinta Bonina Banana Bofana Osama Bin Laden Brown St. James Davenport O'Hara the Tuck. Uh, nice. <laughs> So I met this guy a few months ago, and we recently started dating. I'm a boy, by the way. Yvonne is my drag name. Oh, He's exactly my type and probably one of the kindest people I've ever met. He treats me 10 times better than any man I've ever been with, plus he has a nice dick. We've followed each other on Instagram for a while, but he only has a couple posts, so I never really paid that much attention to it. However, today I randomly decided to see everyone he was following and was surprised to see he's followed several Republican and Trump-supporting accounts, (gasps) including Donald Trump. 
and he's not following any Democratic liberal related accounts. We're uh, both gay, so ob uh, obviously he isn't homophobic, and I'm Hispanic, so he probably isn't racist. I like him a lot, but now I feel really lost. Should I break up with him? Should I confront him about it and try to make things work? Should I not say anything at all? Please help me if y'all see this. Forever a friend of the pod. I think communication is necessary here before you get butt hurt because he could be following them to do like intel. Just to, I follow people that are messes that I don't like just to like sometimes like be entertained. You follow me. <laughs> I follow messes that I don't like. <laughs> um, no, honestly, it could be him just like him like seeing like, oh, what the fuck? I, I think I follow Trump just to see his stupidity. I think a lot of people do. Like, I think that you're right. I mean, communication is key and have a conversation about it. Yeah. I don't think you need to just dump him out of the blue. No, but fuck him before you have this conversation because if you find out about this and you're so mad that you won't be able to fuck him again, you're going to be mad. So fuck him and then say, we need, we need to have a talk. There's a literal Seinfeld about this. Really? The Seinfeld episode. Yeah, Elaine is like dating this perfect guy. He's like amazing. And then they're like having a conversation. He's like, yeah, I'm totally anti-abortion. Like that's that's against the Lord. And she's like, oh no, I have to break up. <laughs> Our next message is from Stephanie. Hi, Dolls and Dripper. Love listening to you guys every week and your drag in general. I have a question for both of you. What is your favorite song to sing live and why? I also have a question for Big Dripper. What's your favorite part about producing Race Chaser Hot Goss? Thank you so much for all the incredible content. It genuinely makes me laugh. Thank you so much for reading, and I hope you all a wonderful day. Warmly from Canada, Stephanie. P.S. If I had a dick, I would send it, but since I know you love all types of nudity, here's a sexy nude I sent to my boyfriend the day before my brother's wedding. Yeah! Hell yeah. Beautiful tan body. Pert breast. Girl, you need to clean your bathroom, though. This is why I included this question and, and photo from and Willem's commentary. See, it works, sink. though. It works. <laughs> Two different soap Nudity bottles. gets the priority. Four Aquafinas. There's a few cans of three LaCroix. Three LaCroix, a Coke, <laughs> um, some eye drops. You better not be drugging people with them eye drops. Um, toothpaste, mouthwash. Girl, you are running a recycling Four plant. bottles of water? Four. Two different soaps, two different pump soaps. <laughs> the ones that foam. Or oh, was that? And, the, and an Aveeno, the big Aveeno bottle with colloidal oatmeal. This is the thing. When you send a nude, I mean, I'm sure your boyfriend was not paying attention to anything on the counter. I'm sure he was paying attention no, to No, not the with that kitty lovely, cat in the Right. The and I do lovely, love the wall treatment. The, the, yes, the great wall. Is that my charger? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was at 8%, okay? <laughs> Um, what's your favorite song to sing live and why? Do you have well, one? um, probably I have nothing by Whitney Houston. I, it's because, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, she's here. Oh God. Um, that's our, um, don't make me kill all these birds. That's, that's our pet falcon, Whitney Houston. We named her Whitney Houston. Um, <laughs> this is, that's a, that's just, it's a song I've done a lot and I like doing it. I think my favorite song right now to sing live is um, Derek. Oh, yeah. Because people live. They do. It, um, but other they than... They live and get life. Yeah. Other than that, I like singing Boys of Autumn a lot because, like, everybody knows it and can relate. Yeah. But fucking... What about our favorite AAA girl song? 
I love doing Heather because it's just like a, a bounce. We do. And we're just like sluts. It's funny, but we also get to sing. And we have those like masks. Sing, sing. And mine has a little ball on it so I can yeah. play that game. <laughs> My Stacey Lane mask. Yeah, Heather Heather was always a good time in the show too because we would like get on the mattress and me and Courtney would be doing the feed. Yes. And like the mask. <laughs> oh, wow. You guys are in for a treat uh, in 2020 if you like the AAA girls. And I will leave it at that. Wow. Yeah. Just saying. What wow. is your favorite part about producing Race Chaser and Hot Goss oh, yeah. Dripper? Uh, getting really great political insight. <laughs> Thanks. That's so upsetting. <laughs> Would you like to read the next Oh. One? Where did this come from? Uh, the Lord. It's like a black black box with the words on it in white. Hey, what is this? Box. It's from Is it from a different media? It was a screen it was a screenshot on an Instagram DM, but I don't know why. Oh, now we're mixing medias. Yeah, it was like Good. a weird but it looks like an email. Well, this says Dear Lasky, Billiam, and Big Dicker Donkey Dick. Wow. First thing first, Alaska's album Vagina, now available on iTunes, is a musical masterpiece with songs for everyone, including Everybody Wants to Fuck Me, Cellulite featuring Big Dip, and for her consideration, Francis. Miss Fine if you're nasty. Mm -hmm. I actually enjoy the whole album, but these are a few that I personally relate to. Thank you. That being said, I have a situation. I'm 29 years old and have been regularly fucking this guy for about two months now who has a girlfriend and a kid. I am sure Oof. that she doesn't know of his indiscretions, but his family does. The sex is probably the best I've ever had, and his kinks and mine match perfectly. Problem? I believe I am catching feelings and don't know if I should tell him, remove myself from the situation, or keep the good times going and try to keep it light and fun. I might be being naive, but I would appreciate any input you can give. Attach to some personal photos for your viewing pleasure. Dick down in New York. Mm. Well? Well. What do you think? I'm going to let you feel to this one. And um, you too, Dipper. Okay. I. It's going to be a little bit of a ramble. I say, hey. I think everything that you do in life will come back to get you. So if you, wow. if you consciously know someone's stepping out on somebody else, mm -hmm. it's, it's, I'll fuck you once. Because... <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, you you're wearing a condom. Oh. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I don't like fucking around with people in relationships because then I'm like, you know, there's just so many. Unless it's like an open thing, and then it's fine. But if someone's, if you know they're cheating, yeah, it just sure it adds a a level of like, ooh, like forbidden, and that's yeah. hot like once or twice. But after that, you. Try to if you've ever been cheated on, you definitely put yourself in that person's shoes, and no one's ever. Well, I haven't really been cheated on, but um, like if, if you put yourself in the other person's shoes, it can help you make a better decision because, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. But if the dick is, I just think of that woman though, you know, who doesn't know and who isn't being given the the chance to like make an informed decision because he's secretly going behind her back. But the guy is fucking another guy and I don't think that the woman could provide an outlet for what he is seek what he is finding with this other man. Okay, but like her body could could potentially be invaded by I mean this if 
if you give him an STD and then he's going to pass it along to her and she didn't get to make it an informed decision in that equation at all. And that's not cool. If you're bisexual and you need things for that, your, your primary partner can't provide, have that's a conversation. a conversation you have to have with your partner or, or an email because sure. That's fine too. Yeah. I, on, with a black background and white font. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so I don't, as far as like catching feelings, I don't, I mean, I'll use Blanche Devereaux's advice. I never date married men. They always end up giving the really good gifts to their wife anyway. <laughs> I, I, I think that, uh, catching feelings should be the least of his concerns because if he did catch feelings and for some reason this guy left his wife and child for him, guess what? The guy's going to do it again. Yes. Once a cheater probably a cheater again at some point or thinking yeah. about cheating and you're you're still gonna be like in some relation with the with this woman because she's the mother of the child and he's going to forever be connected to her in that way so it's gonna be kind of like awkward at family reunions that you um were sending letters about it to how it goes yeah <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever knowingly? But we appreciate. Have you ever knowingly um, helped someone cheat? You're looking at me. Uh-huh. The the you have a mic now. I know. Use it. Too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> the the time that I can sort of pinpoint this was an older gentleman who basically said, uh, "Yes, I'm married. Get in this car." My yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, and b- he said, he said, you know, we stayed married for the kids. My wife knows I'm gay. We haven't had sex in years. We basically share the household together. Get in yeah. this car. And then we hooked up in a car, parked next to a park. Jump in a in car. Jump out. Jump in so, yeah, a car. I knew. Jump out. <laughs> yeah. But that felt That's like fine. seems felt like, like they had a, a consenting scenario. agreement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just because, just because he was married, it didn't seem like it was a cheating scenario, but it seemed like no. he was married. Yeah, or I knew he was married. Sure. Yeah. This is tricky, girl, because you don't. It's exactly like you said. Tricking's tricky. Yeah. yeah. All right. Meanwhile, though, let's talk about Dick Down's um, ass, balls, and genitals because he <laughs> sent us a picture from um, from. Uh, the back view mm-hmm. and he's prese- long johns pulled down presenting then revealing a hairy crevice <laughs> and where the long johns are you can't see the full butt but you can see the bulge of the balls from the back uh-huh. and if you could see it from the back wait till you see it from the front because the front is very impressive also mm-hmm. it's at least uh as long as his foot which is below it <laughs> um flexible yeah the the bush around it is unruly but not untamed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> and our final note. Oh my god, they sent in a picture of you. Well, we have from, two we have two more. Oh, okay. Two okay. Uh, you well, should read this one from Mike. Okay, this one's from Mike. Dear Alaska Willem and Dipper, I'm a straight up motherfucking dick pig. My name's Mike. <laughs> I recently moved into a lovely new apartment and 
in a new city. After two months of being here, I came to the realization that the walls are thin, honey. My upstairs neighbors have listened to me get fucked, sucked, and plucked nonstop. They are often in heated, loud discussions about what disgusting, diseased faggot I am, and I hear it loud and clear. I can't move. I'm sure as hell ain't gonna stop getting fucked, and I don't think there's gonna be a neighborly chat and resolve. My question is what should I do? Sincerely, Malike. <laughs> um, whoa. <laughs> wow. I, I've been in situations where I've known the people in the hotel room next to me. I've known the people in the cruise ship room next uh, to me. Uh-huh. I don't care if people hear me have sex. Yeah. I'd rather them hear me have sex than hear me shit. Oh. Okay. Because sometimes, sometimes that's louder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's make the room stink. Um, I. Oh God. <laughs> I think. Um, don't pull it out. Pull it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Roll with me. <laughs> um, don't pull it out. <laughs> keep it right there. Keep it right. There. Oh God. <laughs> um. I. I would say, put on. I. I don't usually have sex without music on. Because oh, okay. like that's how I count how many songs I've been sucking their dicks. So if they're not hard by like the third or fourth song, I could be like, "You need to hit it because my time is valuable." Um, <laughs> we listen to the whole miseducation of Lauren Hill. She's not on the dick playlist. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a lot of Prince, some Travis Garland. Um, yeah. My favorite is when Blow comes on and I'm sucking dick. Wow. There's like a video of me looking up at the guy and like he's like, "What?" And I was like, "Never mind." And then I just go back on the dick and I'm like. He doesn't even like Beyonce and I'm blowing him. Must be good for you. So yeah. music is the is the key. Todd your I think that's a really good mm-hmm. advice. Thank you. <laughs> Why are you sound so surprised, know, you kind? So <laughs> wow. No, that's that's really uh that's really good advice. My my mom uh, uh is in a place now with really um with really thin walls, and so you can really hear the, the inner workings of the pe- people on I- on either side. Um, My anal walls are thin. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hear anything, you know, crazy Untoured. going on while I was visiting. But I, you know, it's difficult and it's a reality. But I think music is a really great idea. Yeah. Uh, and you want to read our final note with a I'd picture of me attached? Love to. From Jackie. Hi, Willem, Alaska, and Big Dippity Doodah Dipper. Love the pod, love the pod. I just had to bring this sporting news to you. I happened to catch a snippet of a horse race on TV here in Ireland, and I heard a name I did not expect to hear. Delta Word. <laughs> I've attached a picture of the fine filly. The spelling is a little different. The horse is Delta Work, and this may have been a serendipitous competition combination of Delta Works parents' names, but I want to live in a world where racehorse owners are race chasers too. As a safe space for horse appreciation, I thought I had to share air horn noise. Air horn noise. Air horn noise. Love Jackie. And this is a fine steed. A filly. With a a brown 32 inch pony. Yeah. A braided mane. Yeah, I think it's human too. No. Uh, a blend, at least, and um, yucky braid, a beveled hoof, <laughs> and a petite jockey. Wow, uh, that's amazing! A horse named Delta Work. Jealous. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wonder if she won. Um, no, Manila sent her home. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I hope no one leaves that horse out in the rain. Dun, 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 dun. Spring was never horsey. That's an amazing message to end on. Thank you so much, Jackie, for that note. Thank you so much for writing in, everybody. These were great questions. Very good questions. Uh, And if you have any questions, you can send them to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Good Good questions. questions and nudity get... Nude priority? Nude priority? Are you nude priority? Please wait till oh, your section is called. Yeah. Yeah, you're boarding group sorry, four. Sorry, you were text only. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Please have your passport out. Uh, we have bonus video content available now on patreon.com slash Willem. You can sign up to be a patron and support us. Just search using the hashtag RaceChaser and you can watch the videos a la carte. And you can follow us at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 mm-hmm. and at RaceChaserPod. And we will be back next mm-hmm. week with more pipe piping, steaming, scrolling, boorling, girls. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. 